Okay, so today we're going to be talking everything fall. I'm talking book recommendations, movies, outfits, what it's like living up here if you're like me in the northern hemisphere when it gets cold and all the leaves look like fire. So yeah, let's get into it. Guys, it's officially the best season of the year. I mean, don't get me wrong, summer is definitely like a solid second favorite. But fall, just, it's a little different, you know? There's something special about all of the leaves turning bright red and getting to start layering your clothes because that's always super cute and like watching Dead Poets Society on repeat and then mixing it in with Gilmore Girls and pumpkin flavored coffee and good smelling candles, you know? I mean, you can do those things all year round, but you just have to do it in fall. So I think today, the coming of the best time of the year is what we're going to talk about today. But first, we're going to do a little update about my life. It's been a little while since I recorded everything. And I say that always, a lot. I, it's always been a while. Um, I think the last time I recorded was like the weekend before school was about to start or something. Um, so it's been a few weeks. We've gotten into the swing of things. School has begun. Um, can't Haven't decided yet if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But whatever. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah, so we're getting into school. Um, field hockey season, the best season of the year for sports team-wise. Um, so that's super exciting. My team right now is, I think, third in the state for, like, our division. Um, we were first for quite a while, and then we had a bunch of our games get rescheduled, so other teams had a lot more, like, points racked up than us because ours just kept getting canceled. Um, and, um, we lost once to a school that hadn't had any wins yet. It was like, we were missing some of our players. I don't think we had any subs. Our team had all gotten a bad head cold. I know those were all excuses. Like, there was a lot of things we couldn't control during that game. And it was their first win, so good for the game. I think it was their senior game, so whatever, good job. But it did knock us down to third. We did have a great win last night. We had an under the games lights at um six start at six thirty. That was super fun. It was my first time ever playing under the lights, which they're really loud because the team didn't like have normal lights. They had ones that they had to like rent. So you had, I think it's like playing in between. What was that? I think it was like ten generators all at once. So picture how loud a generator is, and then picture that by ten, and then it was also their senior game. And their homecoming game. And so, like, all of their stands were packed. So everyone was screaming and we could barely hear our coach. But we won. one to nothing. It was a great game. Super fun. We were super evenly matched. And our coach was so proud of us. And we were so proud of each other. Um, unfortunately, one of my friends did get take a field hockey ball to the head. Um, and she's getting checked out to make sure she doesn't have a concussion. So we're hoping the best for her. But... We think she's going to be all set. Anyhow, so hopefully that goes okay. Um, 
let's see what else it's my best friend's birthday tomorrow so i'm putting her together a present i got over the summer i got this kit of like those clay beads i don't know if those are still popular i don't really stay but i like the look of them i really love them so i've been making i've had three birthdays since i got them so i always so like i take their favorite color um like this friend's birthday um her favorite colors are like blue and purple so i did blue and purple bracelet and i always do like their name on it and then ones that match it and it's like a set of three bracelets that they can wear together and then i usually do pick up like a thing of candy and then one of like a little treat from the store that goes with the color scheme so this friend loves collecting socks really weird so i think i'm gonna pick her up a fit um a few pairs of socks she really likes dogs too so i might find some if i can see if i can find some with dogs on it and then i'm gonna get her some candy and yeah i think it's gonna be really good so she's having a sleepover tomorrow and that's gonna be super fun um theater homecomings coming up um i'm part we're doing the theme for our homecoming is western, like rodeo sort of thing. So I got a uh, red dress. It's super cute. It's like a crisscross. It's a little long, but it's not. It's not too bad. It, like goes down to my knees. But the thing now is like everyone wears short dresses, but and really tight dresses. This one isn't super um, tight either. It's like an empire waist, and then it just kind of drops down. Whatever. I like it. Might be a little too fancy, but oh well. And then I'm gonna do a black hat and black boots with it, and I got those all done um I do have to kind of like reshape my hat like it's my dad's old one and it's kind of like going flat on the side so I have to curl it up and I guess like if you steam it and then let it dry it should stay like that so we're gonna tie it up and let it sit for and like steam it when I shower a few times and then maybe with the iron if that doesn't work and we'll hope we'll let it stay all tied up for a week or two so I'm gonna do that and I've also been working on learning French. So I am taking Latin right now in school, but like as a personal study, if I'm bored because I have a really long study hall, um, I've been working on my French. So that's been super fun. I'm pretty sure I suck at it, but I find it easy and I enjoy it. And I do want to live in Europe. So like when I, I want to go to college there, I want to end up living there, hopefully for most of my life. Um, so I think... French would be a super useful skill because I do like Paris. Um, right now, I'm sure it will probably change. Who knows? But I'm looking at being a museum curator. Working at the Louvre would be like my dream. Not sure if that will ever happen, but it would be a dream. And obviously, I would like need to know, be fluent French. So that's kind of like my goal. By the time I graduate um, high school, I want to be pretty much fluent French. So right now, I'm working on like pronouns and prepositions and that sort of thing, which is boring. It's like grammar, but it sounds fun. <laughs> it sounds pretty. So yeah, I think that's pretty much everything. Um, getting into doing my piano again. I So when I was really little, I took piano lessons um, for I think three years. And then we moved and we didn't have a piano anymore because we moved to like this apartment and it was falling apart so we couldn't like pick it up. Um, so I didn't have a piano so I just stopped playing. And then this past Christmas, I want a piano. Obviously, it's too expensive, and we still move all the time, so it'd be a pain. So I got this really nice keyboard, and it sounds really good. Usually, it sounds like... I mean, it doesn't sound exactly like a piano. You're never going to re recreate that like beautiful echoey noise, but it's close enough. So I've been learning. I just learned um, the chord structure for Champagne Problems by Taylor Swift on it. It's like my, one of my favorite songs. It's very folly. So, okay. And on that note, I think we'll get into the talk about fall. So... 
Hold on, I'm drinking, I'm drinking Gatorade. I'm about, I just put my laundry away. I think I'm about to start scrapbooking. Oh, one other thing is, sip my Gatorade. Um, I saw this thing where you do a notebook and it's kind of like a scrapbook, but you do a different one for each year of high school. So I think that's really cool. And you just like put like candy wrappers, receipts, whatever you want in it, pictures. So I've been doing that and that's super fun. Um, so I think I'm going to add a little to that today about our win of our under the lights game. I think I have like eight entries or something so far. I have like about our first field hockey game and how we won that. I have a thing for my secret buddy. I have, um, or a C. I have a nice note someone wrote me. Like it's, it's great. So yeah, I have little diary entries, drawings. I have notes from a math homework. Like we got everything in here, girl. Anyhow, so yeah, so I think I'm going to be doing that while I talk to you guys. So if I like zone out and stop talking for a hot second, just ignore it. I'll be back. <laughs> um, so fall, so excited. My favorite season. And let's see. What about fall? Okay. So for my English class right now, we have to have a reading goal. Um, we have to have a reading goal for the year. So I chose 35 books because there's 36 in a school year. And I usually do like a book a week, but sometimes if I have a really hard book, it'll take me a couple weeks. But then on Christmas break and that sort of thing, I can read like a book or two a day because I'm literally just sitting there all day reading because that's my life. Um... So, I've been reading a lot, and I want to go over, like, some of my favorite books that I just read. Some of them are a little, like, dark academia, fallish. So, we're going to do that quick. So, the first one I read, this one isn't... Oh, I finished? I don't think... Yeah, because I finished this... Okay, so my goal over the summer was to read The Picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure... This book was just some weird, like, fever dream thing. I don't even know. My goal was to read it before school started. So I stayed up late, like, the night before school started and finally finished it. Let me tell you, the first, like, third or two-thirds of this book is boring. It's about, like, a socialist, like, rich dude in the 1800s. It's written in old English. It's a little boring. I mean, it's still interesting, all, like, the... England culture and everything, but it does talk a lot about, like, politics and class and that, so that can be a little dry. Um, I would usually read, like, a few pages a day and just work through it. It's the only book I read this past summer, and I felt really disappointed about that, but that's okay because I finally got through it, and that was my goal, and I met my goal, so I was super proud of myself, and I didn't think I was going to, and let me tell you, this book, highly recommended, but I'm pretty sure it was just some sort of weird Victorian British, slightly gay, I don't even know what kind of like fever dream this was, but it was weird. It was awesome. It was weird though. So yeah, go read that. It's about this guy who, oh yeah, it's, and it's also like, it'd be a really good book if you like analyzing things. Um... Because 
it has a lot of like deeper meaning in it. Um, it has a lot of references to other things. So if you really like to read like old stuff, like it has some Shakespearean references and that stuff. So you might find that cool. But it's basically about this guy who has this other guy that's in love with him paint a portrait of him and it's so good and he's and he sees it dorian sees it and he's like oh my god this is so good why does this painting get to stay this young and beautiful while i myself am going to like get old and ugly and he's like i wish that i would stay forever young and this painting would get old and ugly instead and so that's what happens and as he ages he starts to notice that he isn't, he doesn't look like he's aging. Like, he's 40 and he still looks 15. I think, like, 17 or something. He's, like, late teens, early 20s when this happens, when the portrait is painting and the wish is made. Um, and I'm sorry, I've been talking really fast. I'm going to try to slow down. So, he has, okay, maybe not, maybe not that slow. Um. He realizes that he's not aging and people are starting to catch on and it's freaking him out a little. And he's not a really great dude. He's kind of thinks he's better than everyone else and that everyone else isn't worthy to like be in his presence. And he does all these horrible things like he's kind of the reason someone commits suicide. Um, There's a few other murders that happen in the book. He commits a murder, I think. Um, he's just a jerk all around. Um, it's, it's bad, but he, this painting starts to reflect all of his sins and all the horrible things he's done. So like he's the, not only is the painting getting old, but the the hands of the painting are also covered in blood now and all these crazy things. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's a wild man. It's some crazy fever dream. There's romance, if you love, like, dark academia, old Britain, which is literally my entire life, um, that's, that's what that book is. Read it. It's Oscar Wilde. It's amazing. Um, it is written in old English. Like, I, I don't want to sound braggy here, because I can't. I do have a tendency, unfortunately, to sometimes come off as cocky. Um, like, I'm top of my AP honors class like, English AP class, I have a really high Lexile, and this was tricky for me. So, anyone, I think, can attempt it, and anyone can do... If if you put your mind to something, you can do it, but it is going to be really hard, even if you are really good at reading. Just be warned. Um, but it's fine. Like, it took me a few months, but I got through it, and it, I'm glad I did. It was... It was an experience. <laughs> okay. Enough about that. Next book I read... Um, was called The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Oh my god. This book was so good. Um, wow. Okay, this book, it was a big, like, book talk book sort of thing. I don't have TikTok, but I read a lot of articles about books because I'm a nerd. Because I'm a nerd. Sorry, I thought my phone died. Um, my screen just, like, went black. Because I'm a nerd, so I read a lot of, like, articles about things on BookTok. Um, 
Like I said, I don't have TikTok. I do have Instagram now, though, though, now, and I got Snapchat, so I'm becoming more of, like, a teenager social media person. I don't know if that's good or not, but, um, I am, so, yeah. Um, anyhow, so this book, it's written in two points of view. Well, not two points of view, but it's written, like, each chapter shifts a different time period yeah same person different time period so it switches between like um old like 1700s france and like modern day new york city so it's it's a little weird um it takes a hot second to get used to but oh my god i could not stop thinking about this book it's about this girl who It starts in France, and it's about this girl who is kind of like a wild child. The town isn't really sure what to do with her because she doesn't want to get married. She just kind of lays in the woods and draws all day. She's friends with, like, the town kind of, like, hermit, old, weird lady. Um, So people are a little uneasy of her, and her mother's like, no, you need to get married off. So they start to marry her off, and the night of the wedding, she's like, I do not want to get married I want to see the world. I want to be free forever. I want to see Paris. I want to see Rome. I want to go and live my life and just be me and be, like, an awesome woman. And they're like, no, you have to get married. So she runs away. And the hobbit lady had always, like, taught her how to pray to different gods than the town did. Um, Because it was, like, a Christian, ancient France rural town, um, like, southern France. So I think it was like, Christian, um, but all these, the hobbit didn't believe in all that, so she taught her to pray to all these other gods, but she's, like, never pray to the gods that answer after dark, so you can only pray to them and make, like, offerings to them during the day, because the ones that come out after dark are really bad, they're, like, the devil, pretty much, so the girl, it's dusk, and she doesn't realize that the sun's saying when she makes her wish, that she'll be free forever, no, like, no matter the consequences, she won't have to get married, and that she'll just be free so she makes a guy deal with this devil and she doesn't realize that the sun's saying as she's doing it and what happens is i'm not i don't want to spoil it too much but what happens is she basically makes it so that no one remembers who she is so she wakes up the next morning in this field and no one, her parents don't remember her, the old hobbit doesn't know who she is, so she basically leaves town and walks from southern France all the way to Paris and just tries to start a life for herself, but think about it, you can't own a house because if you try to pay rent, they won't remember who you are and they'll kick you out. If you try to buy something, the minute they like go into the back room to get food or an item or anything and they come back, they'll just get confused, it'll be a huge mess. Um... It makes things easy to steal something because they'll forget your face. Like, they forget you within seconds of not seeing you. Not, like, blinking or anything. But, like, if you go into a different room for another second and come right back, they won't remember who she was. So, it's a really interesting book and her kind of, like, figuring out how to do this. But anyhow, the whole thing is one chapter, it's her trying to figure out how to live with this in, like, Paris... And then 
the other half is her living in New York, like, already figured out how to deal with this and just kind of vibing. And meanwhile, one day she loves to read and she walks into this bookshop and just goes to steal a book because that's usually, like, how it works. And they're like, hey, you can't take that book. And he's like, whatever. And so he, like, chases her down the street and's like, whatever, if you really want this book that bad, just take it. So she goes in the next day to, like, give it back because they're not going to remember her. And so she just, like, intends to walk in and put it on the shelf and take a new one and, like, run away with it. And the guy's like, you really have the audacity to come back in here. She's like, oh, my God, how do you remember? He's like, what do you mean? You robbed me yesterday. And so there's this guy that remembers her, and she starts dating, and it's it's all – it's so – good oh my you have to read it and there's a cat in it it's love it's cat it's france it's it's wonderful it deals with the devil it's finding your own traveling the world it's so good so go read that then the one after i read that i wanted to stick with like the dark academia theme and there was another book but i was at my mom's and i just started a six-day stretch at my dad's and i knew i couldn't stop reading so I picked up a book that I had gotten a few weeks back from a bookstore called Lore by Alexandra Bracken. And that book was so good. So if you're a fan of, like, the Percy Jackson series or anything ancient Greece, um, you're going to love this book. So it's about this girl named Lore. And it's basically all, like, the heirs of the ancient Greece heroes live in modern-day New York City. And what happens each year is, or it's not each year, it's every six years, is this thing called the Pantheon, I think, um, begins. I think that's how you pronounce it, the Pantheon. Um, and basically, the people have to kill... The gods become mortal for seven days, and all of the heirs of these different bloodlines, like, kill each other, and they try to kill the gods to get, like, goddom. I don't know how to, like, say it. Like, immortality for the next six years until they become mortal and get hunted. And then if the gods don't get killed within those seven days, and they go back up. And there's only, like, two or three of the original gods left, and one of them is Athena. And Lore doesn't want to participate in this anymore for reasons that you'll find out in the book. Um, but something traumatic happens to her, and she doesn't want to do it anymore. So she plans to leave town, but then Athena comes looking for her help because she's like, you're the only one left of my bloodline. I need your help. And so she basically makes this deal with Athena. And so she's trying to protect this goddess, basically, and keep her and her friends safe while trying to kill people of other bloodlines, and it's, oh my god, it's so good. So, so good. Okay, so if you like ancient Greek, go read that. If you're a Percy Jackson fan, go read that. Um, what is next? Okay, oh, I've been saying oh my god a lot. I gotta find a different word, but anyhow. If We Were Villains by M.L. Rio. You need to read this book. You need to read this book. You need to read this book. I am not kidding when I tell you this might be my new favorite book. I gotta take a Gatorade break. I gotta take a Gatorade sip to cover this one. You ready? Okay. This book. If you like theater, which I do, 
if you like fall, which I do, if you like love tropes, which I do, if you like um, murder mysteries, which I do, if you like like New England dark academia, which I do, this is the most amazing book. It's like Dead Poets Society meets murder mystery meets theater group of friends. It's so good. So it's about this, these, I think, seven friends. Yeah, seven friends. The number changes throughout the book, so I had to think for a hot second. It starts with these seven friends, and they're all this group of theater kids. And they go to this fancy boarding school. Like, I think it's like high school or like early college boarding school in, I think, northern Ohio? Or, like, northern New York or something. Maybe Vermont. But right up in the north where there's all the nice foliage. Anyhow, they're right up there. And it's kind of a secluded place. And it's a liberal arts school. And they're the theater group. And so they're putting on all these productions. But then suddenly one of the people in the group get violent. And so they're all starting to get scared. And then one night after this big, like, kind of party on their closing night of a show... Um, which they, like, do every time they have this big party in this... They live, like, kind of on the edge of the campus. It was, like, the only dorms available left. So they live it. It's, like, called the castle, and it's where the groundskeeper used to live, but it's kind of, like, their own place by this edge of the lake, like, on the edge of the campus that no one else really lives near. Um, so it's kind of like their own secret place. And then... So they're all out partying, and then... Um, they find the aggressive guy dead in the pond. And they're all like, did one of us do it? was it suicide? What's going on? And it's set up like acts, like in a play. So there's five acts to the book. It's not chapters. And at the beginning of each act, um, it switches to the main character's like present point of view and he's in jail. And through the book, we kind of figure out why he's in jail and why he was the one that was blamed and like all these. It's so amazing. So if you like murder mystery, if you're if you're any of these or all of these, if you're a theater kid, if you love murder mysteries, if you love dark academia, if you really want to go to like a private liberal arts school in New England, or if you just want to read about like a crazy story of friendship, you need to read this. I can guarantee that it will fit almost every reader out there. You will love it. So yeah, so that's my review on that book. Right now, so those are the books I've read in, like, the past, since I've done an episode. So, probably, like, the past month, I think? Um, yeah, you need, you need to read those. Um, I don't even know. That is... I'm still in shock over that book. It's so good. So I picked up one that was just like it because I loved it so much. I'm like, oh my god, I finally found my kind of book. Like, this is obviously my favorite kind of book ever to read. I need to find more like this. So I picked up the book that I got when I was in London from Waterstones, which is the biggest bookstore in London. If you ever go there, go down to the bottom floor. Um, it's like the one below ground level. Um, it says informational text, so most people don't go down there. But if you go down there, you have to take, like, this kind of sketchy staircase down. Um, 
It says, like, bathroom and informational text on the sign, I think, and, like, pointing down the stairs. If you go down there, yes, it will take you into informational text, but if you go past that, it brings you into this super cute cafe, and they have, like, homemade lemonade and fresh baked goods and stuff, and no one really knows about it, so it wasn't busy. Like, when I got, when I went down there, I think they had, like, dragon fruit mint lemonade, and you could, like, watch them make it, and I think I got that in, like, a croissant. It was so good. Okay, so if you go to Waterstones, go there. But I'm reading The Secret History by Donna Tart, and that's also another really fancy one. I'm only, like, a chapter or two into it, so I'm not going to really talk about it. But from what I know, um, it's a group of six friends, once again, in this boarding school in the fall, Dark Academia, and one of them gets murdered. I think there's a trend in what I like to read. Um, <laughs> um... But yeah, so I'm super excited to read that, and I don't really know what's going to happen, but I will get back to you when I find out. Okay, so I think we've covered fall reading things. Um, let's talk about fall movies. So maybe you aren't a reader. That was a really bad leaf. Sorry, I'm trying to draw leaves in my scrapbook, and that was, like, backwards. All my other ones came out really good except for that one. Um... Maybe you are more of a movie person, which I talk a lot about books, so I'm sorry if I'm boring you. But now we're going to talk about movies. So if movies are your thing, listen up, because these are the best fall things to watch. First up, Dead Poets Society. Don't even get me started if you say that this isn't a fall movie, because it is the best fall movie ever. It's about these guys... And there is a book based off of it if you are a book person and want to read the book. Highly recommended. It's based off the movie, though. So if you want to do, like, a comparison of it, they're super accurate. Um, they're alike. Like, I think you even quote some of the movie. Um, which is kind of cool because you don't usually see books based off of movies. So, anyhow, it was really, really good. It's, one, it's like, my favorite. might be my favorite movie. Um... So, it's about these, all these guys, and they go to a private school in upstate Vermont, and it's basically about them living there, and one of them commits suicide, and that's at, like, the very end of the movie, but it's basically just all these guys, oh, anyhow, it's called Dead Poet Society, because they find out, they have this crazy English teacher, and usually all their classes are boring, but this English teacher... Um, played by Robin Williams in the movie, I believe. I think that's who it is. Yeah, Robin Williams. So funny. Um, he kind of gives them, like, a new way, um, to look at life and all these crazy things and why English and poetry and romanticizing life is the best thing you can do with your life. And it talks about, like, seizing the day and doing everything that you want to because you only have one life. And I just love that general message of the movie. But it's also... Um, the aesthetic of the movie is really good. But while these kids are finding out, they're like, oh my god, this teacher is so cool. We need to learn more about him. So they look him up in the yearbooks, and it's saying, like, track team, soccer, soccer player, 
yada, yada, yada. And then at the end, it says Dead Poets Society founder. And they're like, oh my God, what is a Dead Poets Society? So they corner the teacher and they're like, what is this? And so he tells them about it. And he's like, it's this big secret. If you want to redo it, no one can know about, but here's the little handbook about it. And so he gives them like this annotated book of poetry and it's like everything you need is in here. So they find this cave and they recreate this Dead Poets Society where they basically go and like talk about poetry and seizing the day and it sounds really boring but it's not and it's it's so cool you need to watch it find it watch it now if you're not a movie person and you're more of a tv series person go watch gilmore girls that's not that's not a suggestion that's an order go watch gilmore girls right this instant right this instant because gilmore girls is the best movie you're gonna find a small town girl and a single mother they both have crazy love lives and they live in this little tiny charming town i think connecticut and the girl's like a nerd that wants to go to harvard and the mom is kind of like this crazy like not i want to say like party animal but she's just kind of sarcastic like she's a lot like mama she's just kind of this sarcastic whatever you do you as long as you're happy um i'm gonna wear a crop top to the parent interview sort of person like crazy um, but it's just, it's a really cute, feel-good TV show, and, um, all I have to say is go watch it, and Team Jess, Team Jess, if you do know Gilmore Girls, which I think a lot of you do, you better be on Team Jess, there is no other option, it's Team Jess or die, um, let's see, is there any other fall stuff, I don't watch a lot of TV, if I do, it's Gilmore Girls or Dead Poets Society, it's the only options, um, yeah trying to think man i gotta start playing these episodes out i say that every time um yeah i got it i got it i don't know i think i think those are probably my top movies so if you're into movies watch dead poet society if you're into tv shows watch gilmore girls that's all i have to tell you um what things do you need for fall? What are like some fall essentials? Let me tell ya. Okay, that sounded really weird. Let me tell you. Candles. You're gonna need a candle that smells like pumpkin, vanilla. They make a coffee scented candle out there. I'm sure they do. You're gonna need that. Candles. Step one. Maybe I'll put some links in the description to my favorite candle. I just picked up one. I think it was from Target. I found it and it's pumpkin shaped and it smells like pumpkins and cinema. I think it's like vanilla bean pumpkin and it's in this cute pumpkin shaped jar and it's it's perfect. Um so you'll need that. Um you'll need a tote bag because fall, you're going to be busy. It's theater time, it's sports time, school has started. You're going to need to carry all your hot girl essentials in there. Um, I personally really like one that I got when that, um, was it the book that I was just telling you about that I got from Waterstones, um, The Secret History, the one that I'm reading right now. I got that in a tote bag from there and that's super cute. It's like this little canvas tote bag. It's kind of brownish and it has like black, um, ink on it. 
that's like in the shape of I think there's like a raven, an ink pot, and maybe like a book with like a feather quill or something. It's it's so cute. Um so you're gonna need a super cute fallish looking tote bag. What else are you gonna need? You're gonna need a fall book to read when you're busy, when you're riding the train to Boston, because Boston is fall goals. Um, so you're gonna need a book to read. I just talked about all the books that you should be reading right now, so I don't need to go into detail about that. What should you be wearing? What are some essentials that you need to be wearing? You need sweaters. It's sweater weather. Just like the song says, you need sweaters. I think I have like five or six right now, um, including like my cardigans, at least, that are new this year. Um, you're gonna want a basic white one. You're gonna want like a classy one. That's kind of like hard to describe, but mine is um, a really nice v-neck green sweater, just something nice that you could wear with like khakis. You could wear it to church. You could wear it to family gatherings, but also looks super cute and everyone would compliment you if you wore it to school. So you're gonna need a white one because everyone needs a basic white sweater. You're gonna need your classy one. You're gonna need a cardigan. Mine is cream and it has like maroon stitches and this has like maroon and brown and like shades of orange stitches in it because it goes by Vans. Um, I also have another cardigan that's like chunky knit brown. That's super nice. Um, I have a few. I have another. I have an old green sweater that's like a dark green on one side and a light green on the other. Not my favorite. Kind of has a weird neckline, but it's super comfy, comfy. So I love that. Um, another cardigan I have from the Van store. I can put that in the link. It's not checker print. It's kind of like super big checker checker print. It's black and white. It has like the little Vans logo, um, in the top corner. But it's super cute. Um, I like wearing that with black jeans and like my combat boots. Um, like white or black combat boots would be really cute with that. Um, I have a blue striped sweater that's on the older side, but still my favorite. It's so cute. I have so many photos of me wearing that. Um, yeah, you need, you need sweaters. Um, jackets. If you aren't a sweater person, which some people aren't, it's fine. If you aren't, might have something against you, but whatever. If you aren't, you better be a jacket person. Jackets are going to save your life. I just found a total a total grab like I just I don't even know what it's called like a snatch a total snatch I don't even know a find I got a find I found a total find at it was like this random little I think it was JC Penney's was like the, on the end of this mall it looked like they were about to close down and I was just walking around I was looking for some new jeans I also found a total killer pair of jeans there made me look so good I don't know what it was about them um, it's like super soft recycled materials. I have this jacket, like forest green corduroy with these pretty old wooden buttons. And it was the only one left. It was just randomly like in with the jeans. Like it wasn't supposed to be there. Um, it was like 30 bucks. It, the only one of my size. I don't know where it came from. Don't know why it was just randomly saying with the jeans. It's amazing. Let me tell you, my favorite jacket is the only thing I wear. Um you don't have an experience like that you're gonna want a basic jean jacket though you're definitely gonna need one of those because those can dress up anything like a sundress a t-shirt they look awesome at fairs you're gonna want one of those to wear to a your county fair um 
Yeah, so you're definitely going to want that for jackets. You're going to want a fall jacket. Because you don't have a cardigan, which you should. You're going to need a fall jacket. I have just, like, plain North Face red one. Really good. If you're going hiking to see all the foliage in fall, you're going to need your jacket. Because um, it gets a little chilly. What else do I have? I'm trying to, like, pick my brain here for all the fall clothes I have. Sweaters. Jeans. You're going to want jeans. Jeans are great. Black jeans. Acid wash jeans. Don't wear white jeans. You'll sit in something gross. Just don't do them. They look so cute. But the minute you get them, you will sit in something that looks like crap. Literally. You will look like you crapped your pants, okay? Do not get white jeans. Rules of life. Don't wear white jeans. Um, Acid wash jeans. Great alternative. Regular blue jeans. Dark jeans. Light jeans. Any jeans. Non-rift jeans. Flare jeans. I'm not a huge fan of skinny jeans. I'm really on to, like... I've always been a fan of cut jeans. They make your booty look good. They give you... They make you look like you've got a little calf toning. Even if you don't. I do. But... When I didn't, made me look like I did. Good stuff. They go with all shoes. They're great. Get... At least have one pair of boot cut. I have a wide leg. I've never been a wide leg person. I just got wide leg black jeans. They look really cute with that green sweater I was saying. Super cute. Um, yeah. Oh, cargo pants. I have a pair of cargo pants. They're like army green. You should probably get one of those. Not specifically fall, but just good style. Let's see, what else? You're going to need a good hat. I am a hat person. If you are not a sweater or a jacket person, one, what are you doing with your life? But two, you better be a hat person. There are only three options. If you're none of those, get out. But if you're a hat person... You're going to need a super awesome winter hat. I have, like, this chunky knit. It's, like, a rosish pink one from North Face. Absolutely in love with it. Or maybe it's... Actually, I think it's Carhartt. It's Carhartt. Awesome. They have great hats. Um, You're going to need a super cute one like that. You're going to want something fashionable, whether that's, like... I have a newspaper hat that I absolutely love. It's, like, a black knit newspaper boy sort of hat. Super cute, though. Um... You're going to want, like, not a cowboy hat, but one, not, it's like, I don't even know what they're called. If you watch The Voice, you know what I'm talking about. Those ones that have, like, the black, it's like a mix between a fedora and a sun hat. I don't even know what it is. But it's, like, black felt, and you're going to want one. Um, yeah, basically the rules are fall for fall fashion. Anything warm and cozy. Anything that's, so, like, knit stuff, um, corduroy, anything super soft and comfy, but still stylish, not sweatpants. I have, definitely not pajama pants. I have a thing against people that wear pajama pants to school. I'm sorry, but you need to put in a little effort sometimes. Sweatpants, you know what? You're having a bad day. You want to dress comfy? You go. You do you. But if you show up to school in, in pajama pants. I don't care if your entire extended and and close family just died. Maybe that's insensitive. But if everyone you know and love just died, you still better not be wearing pajama pants to school. Like, that's a place where you need to be mildly presentable. And if you have absolutely nothing wrong, maybe if your whole family just died, then I could allow pajama pants for one day. But if you have absolutely nothing wrong and you wear pajama pants, I, I'm i going to come for you. 
it's not okay. Not okay. Sweatpants, like I said, sure, passable, if they're nice. Um, but yeah, have some good jeans, have some good leggings, have some good cargo pants. Have something, please, other than pajama pants. Um, maybe that's just a thing at my school. I hope it is. I hope so. I don't think it is, though. I think I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. Those people that wear pajama pants to school. You need to put in some effort, guys. Um. So, yeah, anything comfy if it's not pajama pants. Muted tones. If you're dressing, if you want to look, like, fall aesthetic, you don't want to be wearing fluorescent pink. Muted tones. Oranges, browns, dark greens creams blacks tans love them beautiful any like earthy tones the occasional navy is okay to sneak in there too um gold jewelry i feel like silver is a very wintry color jewelry you want something warm like you like want warm tones like um gold i think that complements those like creams and earthy tones really well um that's just my opinion though you wear whatever you want to wear um, yeah, so warmth, coziness, muted colors, and you're pretty much set to go. There's a lot of creativity with it. So yeah, I think, I think that's pretty much everything. We went over books, movies, essentials. Yeah, everything fall. Fall activities, pumpkin, pumpkin carving. Picking out your Halloween costumes. Oh, crap. I have to order mine. I just remember that. Thank you for reminding me that. I have to order my thing. My, um, we're doing group costume this year. of dressing up like fairies. Um, and then we're also doing, I don't know if you've seen the Barbie movie. Sounds really cringy. It is not. Sounds cheesy. It's not. It's so good. Go watch the Barbie movie. Um, my Girl Scout troop, we're doing, we're like hosting a trunk or treat thing. We all do a group costume every year. Last year, I think, was witches, I think. Um, this year, we're dressing up like characters from the Barbie movie. I got Disco Barbie, so I have to order go order my sparkly flare pants right now. Um, yeah. This year, I'm spending a lot on costumes. I'm kind of sad about that, but it's okay. I have a lot of Amazon gift cards to use up. It's like 80 bucks of Amazon gift cards, and we're going cheap this year. I'm just wearing it for one night. We're going cheap. You better know that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, activities. Picking out your Halloween costume. Going trick-or-treating. You're not too old for it, unless you're, like, 30, then you might be. If you are, have a Halloween party. If you don't feel like freezing your butt off collecting candy from random weirdos, have a Halloween party. Have a costume party. It's fun. Paint pumpkins or carve pumpkins with your friends. Either one. Um, my team, we do, we do team dinners every once in a while, my field hockey team. Monday super excited we're gonna do a quick like one hour field hockey practice after my theater rehearsal then we're all gonna go to one of the captains team captain's houses and we're all painting pumpkins we're gonna do it for each other we're gonna do it for our houses it's gonna be great all of our seniors have like prepped paint and bought pumpkins and stuff for us and i'm so excited i'm so excited um get you uh another activity reading obviously hiking if you're in an area in northern hemisphere like i am where there's foliage you better be hiking you better be you better be out there enjoying nature maybe not specifically hiking but just go for a walk 
look at the leaves. They're pretty. Take some photos of them. Do a little fall photography. Do a fall photo shoot. That would be fun. Um, read by your pumpkin candle. Watch Gilmore Girls while eating apple pie. Bake an apple pie. These are all great fall activities. I'm really good at brainstorming these. Um, what else? Yeah, there's so many good things. Fall has so many opportunities. You should go apple picking. If you live near an apple orchard, you should go apple picking. You should go to Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks and get some of those iced coffee, um, like the signature pumpkin spice iced latte. So good. It's like 90% of my blood at this point. It's just iced coffee that has pumpkin flavoring in it. Uh, yeah, you're, you're gonna need some of that. Doing a fall movie marathon while snuggling in a blanket. It's so good. There's so many options. Okay, now I think you should go do some of those activities. Get off your butt, go do some of them. Even if that requires sitting back down to watch Gilmore Girls. It doesn't matter. You got up to get a blanket and make popcorn. It counts. Okay. I think I have things to do. You have things to do now. I gotta go. Thanks for listening. Have an awesome fall. I'm sure I'll talk to you again before it's over, but I don't know. Life gets busy, okay?